This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the audio broadcast ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Today we continue in our series called 50 Days of Faith. In these lessons, Rick looks into God's Word to discover the true meaning of faith and explore ways we can strengthen it. But first, today, when you join our Partner in Hope family by signing up for automated monthly giving, we'll send you a special welcome gift as our way of saying thanks. To find out more, go to PastorRick.com while you listen to today's message. Or simply text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. That's the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. Right now, here's Pastor Rick Warren with part two of a message called Persisting in Faith. Now, of course, this morning in a crowd this size, many of you are discouraged about your health, about your finances, about your marriage. You may be discouraged about your children or your desire to get married or your desire to have children or your desire to change jobs. You may be discouraged about your finances and what a personal problem, whatever you're discouraged about, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But as your pastor, I need to be honest with you and tell you that it's your choice. You are discouraged because you are choosing to be discouraged, and that is your choice. Nobody is forcing you to feel discouraged. Discouragement is always a choice, just like any other attitude. And if you're feeling down, if you feel like quitting, if you feel like giving up, it is because you are choosing to think discouraged thoughts, and you don't have to. In fact, the Bible says don't do that. It says do the opposite. It says fight the discouragement, resist the discouragement, move against it. Did you know that discouragement is Satan's favorite tool in making you ineffective? His second favorite tool is procrastination. And if he can either get you discouraged or to procrastinate, you're locked up. Forget it. You're history. And so he will mess you up with either discouragement or procrastination. D.L. Moody, a famous pastor, once said, I have never known God to use a discouraged person. Why? Because it's the opposite of faith. You're looking at the problems with human eyes instead of looking at God with eyes of faith. Now, I want us to look at this verse in detail, the one that we're memorizing today. So it's there on your outline, Galatians 6, 9. Notice it says, let us not get tired of doing what is right. Four, after a while, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we do not, don't get discouraged and give up. Now, notice it says, don't get tired of doing what is right. How many of you ever get tired of doing what is right? Can I see your hands? The rest of you are flat out liars. Okay. You're just lying through your teeth because it, we do get tired doing what is right. Do you know why? Because it is easier to do what is wrong. If doing what is wrong was hard, nobody would do it. Boy, that took a lot of logic. It is easier to be undisciplined than disciplined. It is always easier to lie than tell the truth. It is easier to be selfish than it is to be unselfish. It is easier to be codependent and put up with things rather than confront someone in love. It is always more difficult to do the right thing. That's why it takes energy. It takes effort. And that's why we get tired doing what is right. So 
It takes energy to do God's will. Now, notice it says, don't get tired of doing what is right for after a while, circle that phrase, after a while, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Now, last week we talked about one of the principles we learned in 20 years of risk-taking is that whatever we give to God, he multiplies. And I talked about a seed. If you take a seed and you plant it like a kernel of corn, you don't get back one seed. You get lots more than you planted. You get far more seeds back than you put into it. That's God's economy. But when you plant a seed, do you instantly get a plant? No, there is always a delay. You plant in one season, springtime, and you harvest in another season, summer or fall. And there is always a delay. You don't just get instant gratification. God is not a vending machine. You put in a prayer and instantly get it. Why does God delay our prayers? He delays our prayers because he is stretching our faith. It's not I pray for it and bam, it's instantly there. There's always a delay for a while. People will say, I'm gonna start following God's principles of finance, I'm gonna start tithing. And so they start putting God first and giving 10% back to God and they expect next, the very next day all their financial problems will be cleared up. No, there is a delay between planting, sowing and reaping. It says, after a while we'll reap. So what do you do during that after a while time? <laughs> okay, when you've done the right thing, but you haven't seen the reward yet, what do you do in that after a while time? Well, it says, keep on doing what is right. You keep on doing the right thing. Now, let's say you're in a marriage and your husband or your wife is unkind to you. And so you say, you know what? I'm gonna do the right thing. I'm gonna be kind to them. I'm gonna return good for evil. And so they're unkind to you and you be kind back. And you know what? It doesn't work the first time. They don't instantly change and say, man, you're an angel, you know? And so you, you be kind again and it doesn't work. You be, what do you, you keep on doing what is right. And after a while, that seed starts growing. So don't give up, don't delay. Do the right thing even when it seems like there's no good out of it. There's no results out of it. Nothing is changing. You keep on going on. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. We are so happy that you've chosen to study along with us today. Now, if this message has encouraged you, or if God puts someone on your mind or heart that needs to hear it, would you please share it? You'll be so glad you did. And so will they. And be sure to let them know about Pastor Rick's free daily email devotional at PastorRick.com. Did you know that God has a dream for your life? Before you took your very first breath, He had already placed the gift of imagination into your brain and hardwired creativity into every cell of your body. But discovering and fulfilling your God-given dream will require a journey of faith on your part. That's why Pastor Rick just released the Created to Dream Bible Study. Based on the core teaching found in his best-selling book, Created to Dream, the six-week video-based study will reveal the process God uses to fulfill the custom-made dream He has just for you and the faith-building phases He'll lead you through as He does. This video study includes an enhanced workbook with lesson outlines, key verses, and homework for deeper reflection between each session. You can do the study on your own or with friends in a small group setting. So whether you're feeling stuck, forgotten, afraid, or uninspired, 
The Created to Dream Bible Study will give you the tools you need to awaken and pursue the custom-made dream God created you to fulfill. And today, when you give a gift to help Daily Hope take the Word of God to a hurting world, we'll send you the Created to Dream Bible Study Kit to say thanks. Go to PastorRick.com or text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004 to get your very own copy of the Created to Dream Study Kit. And if you choose to become a partner in HOPE with automated monthly giving, we'll also send you a very special welcome gift to show our appreciation. That's PastorRick.com or text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. Thank you so much for your support. Once again, here's Rick. One of the great tests of faith is how do you handle delay? How do you handle setbacks? When you're doing the right thing and you don't see the immediate, immediate reward, the immediate results. When you do the right thing, even when nothing happens, what do you do? Do you like have a pity party and invite yourself? <laughs> you know? Oh boy, let's go eat worms together, you know? Or, or do, you, do you start complaining? Do you start griping? Do you start uh, saying, forget it, I'm gonna give up, this isn't worth it? The Bible says, resist the discouragement. Keep on doing what is right, for after a while we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't get discouraged and give up. Don't give in without a fight. Now listen, anything worthwhile in life takes effort, energy, and endurance. Nothing worthwhile is easy in life. Anything worthwhile takes effort, energy, and endurance. You just gotta keep on keeping on. Do you wanna know how many times I've wanted to resign as the pastor of Saddleback Church in the last 20 years? Just every Monday morning. <laughs> I go, oh God, surely somebody could have done a better job than that yesterday. And I'm not bright enough to handle this. And God, you know, you don't have, we, I have my pity parties, you have yours, admit it. Okay, we all, we all do it because we like to feel sorry for ourselves. But you just don't give up. Great people are just ordinary people with an extraordinary amount of determination. I'm not real bright sometimes, but I tell you, I have learned this. It's always too soon to quit. Don't give up, hang in there. Do you know how an acorn becomes an oak tree? An, uh, an oak tree is just a little nut that refused to give its ground. <laughs> he just won't give up. And he hangs in there and hangs in there and pretty soon. When a sculptor is making a sculpture, he starts hitting it and the first hit doesn't create David's Michelangelo. Are Michelangelo's David? <laughs> just checking, you know, just, just. Just see, you didn't even get it. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. <laughs> he has to beat it and hit it and, and sculpt away a little bit at a time. It is a long process creating a masterpiece. And there's a long process in God creating a masterpiece of your life. So, don't lay down on the sideline in the race of life. Don't get tripped up and then just say, well, I'll sit here for the rest of the race. Resist the discouragement. Now you can count on this. God will test your faith in life and he will test your commitment. And he's not gonna test it hundreds of times. He's gonna test it 
thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of times. Why? Because he wants you to learn, first, what's inside you, and second, he wants you to learn what God is like. And if you're going to learn the truth that God is sufficient in every situation, you know what that means? He's going to take you through every situation. That's kind of logical. The only way you're going to know that God is sufficient in every situation is by God taking you through every kind of situation, financially, health-wise, relationally, etc., etc., etc. God wants to teach you about you, what's in your heart, and teach you about Him, what He's really like. Now, as your pastor, I just wanted you to understand that we all realize life is tough. There's no beating around the bush about this, folks. Life is often very, very tough. It's not always, this is not heaven. Things aren't perfect here on earth. Life is tough. And as you go through life, you often start to get tired. You start to get discouraged. You begin to doubt yourself and you begin to doubt God. And you start saying things like, well, maybe this servant God isn't all cracked up what it's cracked up to be. And you start having doubts. You know, maybe if I kind of let off the pedal a little bit and became a lukewarm Christian. Well, yeah, yeah, I know I'm going to heaven, but I, I didn't really try to live for God. Maybe it would be easier. Oh, big mistake. Big, big, big mistake. What do you do when your mind is filled with discouragement? You feel you're at the quitting point and you want to give up. What do you do? Look at the next verse. Lord, when doubts fill my mind, when my heart is in turmoil, quiet me and give me renewed hope and cheer. Now this verse, Psalm 94, 19, tells us two things to do when you're filled with doubt and you want to give up. First it says, quiet me. And the first thing you need to do when you're filled with discouragement is sit down and shut up. You need to be quiet. Most of you are not quiet. We don't even like quiet. Quietness scares us. If we sat here for five minutes in total silence and somebody walked in, it'd scare them to death. They'd go, what do they know that I don't know? We don't like quietness. Let me ask you a very personal question. Are you ever awake and quiet? Some of you, the only time you are quiet is when you're asleep. The moment you wake up, the radio goes on or the TV goes on or you pick up a paper, or you're on the phone, and your entire life is interactive. You're at the computer, you're on the internet, you're in a meeting, and you go from interaction to interaction to interaction. I wonder, when was the last time you went in your backyard, you sat down in your chair, and you sat there for 10 minutes in total silence, not reading anything, but just saying, God, is there anything you wanna to say to me right now? not praying, just sitting in silence. Some of you have never, ever done that. And others of you have never done it in months or even years. Now, let me give you one of Rick's tips. <laughs> the less silence you have in your life, the more stress you're going to have. The less silence, 
the more stress. Five minutes a day will do wonders. Now, I'm not talking about your quiet time when you read the Bible and you pray. You talk to God in prayer and you let God talk to you through his word. You ought to do that. I'm talking about just flat out being quiet. Sitting still. I don't care if you do it when you get up in the morning and the sun's rising or you do it on your lunch break or you do it when you get home and the sun's setting. It doesn't matter. But the Bible says you need to be quiet and just let God de-stress you. That's a great cure for depression. It's a great cure for discouragement. Just sit before God. And the second thing you do, it says, and renew me, give me renewed hope and cheer. How do you do that? By focusing on God. And when you focus on God to relieve discouragement, you wanna do three things. You wanna focus on God in your past, God in your present, and God in the future. First, you remember God's goodness to me in the past. Oh yeah, remember all those times God bailed me out? He is a good God. And then you remember God's presence with you in the present. You're with me now, even if I don't feel it. You're with me right now. And then you remember God's promise in the future. Goodness in the past, closeness in the present, promise in the future. When you focus on that, it is impossible to be discouraged and do focus on those three things. What causes discouragement is looking at your problem. You look at the world, you'll be distressed. You look within, you'll be depressed. You look at Christ, you'll be at rest. What are you looking at? What are you looking at? Now, this is the secret of defeating doubt and discouragement. Change your focus to God, His goodness, His presence, and His promises. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. Rick will be right back to close out our time today, but first... Over the last couple of years, we've all experienced worldwide changes and events that have impacted us in profound and sometimes unimaginable ways. For many of us, those changes will impact our lives for years to come. Pastor Rick believes that now more than ever, people need God's Word and the hope that it brings. That's why he'd like to invite you to become a partner in hope. Here's Rick to tell you more. No matter where you're listening to this program right now around the world, I want to thank you for your support of Daily Hope. Your prayers and your financial contributions are literally helping people all over the world learn about the hope that we have in Jesus. Did you know that in just this short time, people from over 200 countries have visited the Daily Hope website? And we have listeners all throughout the United States, India, Africa, South America, Australia, Korea, Hong Kong, Europe, all over the Middle East. In fact, right now, someone's listening to this broadcast and getting to know Jesus because of your prayer and because of your financial support. So I just wanted to say thank you. Your support means so much to me personally, and I want you to know that I take your trust very seriously. Every single dollar you donate to Daily Hope goes right back into the ministry. You know that I don't take a salary from Daily Hope. You're never going to hear about Kay and me owning a private jet or, or some boat because we want to invest as much as possible into God's kingdom because that's what's going to matter for eternity. Jesus said, do not store up for yourselves treasure on earth. And I believe Jesus meant it when he said that. Now, we want Daily Hope to reach more and more people. So I would appreciate you prayerfully continuing your support of this ministry. Would you pray about it? Here's the prayer I want you to pray. God, what do you want to give through me? I would love to have you as a partner in hope. It's so easy to join. 
You simply let us know how much you'd like to give each month, and we'll set up an easy, regular donation plan for you. Go to PastorRick.com or text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004 to become a partner in HOPE with automated monthly giving and receive your very special welcome gift. As a bonus, we'll also send you Pastor Rick's brand new Created to Dream Study Kit. That's PastorRick.com or text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. Thank you so much for your support. Be sure to join us next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.